What, do, what would you say to someone who says, Paul Shannon, I hate your podcast <laughs> because I can't have what you have. That would that would really be hard to hear. Yeah. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, why some people really don't like our podcast. Can you believe that? Some people don't like our podcast. That's terrible. But they've actually told me. One, two, three, four, five. Check, check, check. Five, four, three, two, one. Uh, the lighthearted one we were talking about was um, uh, how people actually have communicated to me that they feel discouraged by listening to our podcast because they don't actually feel like um, they can have what we have in our marriage. Wow. I wish that uh, we had done a podcast when we were early years of our marriage. Dumb and so, as, you know, smart as so a bag of hammers. People could see how difficult things were for us sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. It. This is the end of 27 years of working on our marriage. Our right. marriage has been a priority. It isn't something that happens passively in the background. Right. Which is what a lot of marriages do. It is, oh, we're married. Now we can just live. Think about like raising kids. Oh, we had the kid. Great. Let's go back to living our life like normal. We just right. not, we don't have to worry about feeding it. We don't have to worry about buying diapers <laughs> for it. We don't have it's a it's an afterthought. Right. Plants are the same way. If we want to have something a little less morbid than children or dogs or puppies, you have to train dogs. You have to water plants. You have to make sure they're in the right sun. If you have a living thing like a relationship, you absolutely have to invest into um, the, the fair and the fair and keating of it. The what? <laughs> Say that again. The care and feeding uh. of it. I, I think most people don't even think of marriage as a living no. thing. It's just something you accomplish. And then after right. three or four years, you just get bored of it. So you end that marriage and then you go on and get married again to someone else. And you just do that again over and over and over because marriage is supposed to be something that makes you happy. And happiness should come passively, just like Netflix. You just you just select the show you want to watch and enjoy it. You don't have to work for it. And that is not how marriage works it is right. an active living thing that you have to work at and that's discouraging for a lot of people that's why a lot of people say i don't want to be married because right. why do something that you have to work at so i can understand why people would get discouraged if they listen to our podcast one of one of the favorite things i enjoy um learning how to do is train dogs I, I really want a dog right now our dog of 17 years died years ago and we haven't had one since and i love training dogs but here's why i like training them so much and i really 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 appreciate uh caesar milan's approach because his approach isn't to try to figure out how to make the dog do what you want it to do his approach is you have to understand how a dog thinks you have to understand why a dog does what it does and and take the time and energy and effort to understand this other living thing right. and be willing to adjust yourself. And if you do that, then you can have the most beautiful, healthy, uh, wonderful, well-behaved well dog that doesn't cause any stress, any distress in, right. in your life. It, it comes when you call it. It sits when you tell it to. It doesn't take a poop on the floor. Right. It, it doesn't bark and it isn't annoying. But it's all about you doing the work 
and learning and yes. making changes in your own self. Yes. So that's why his phrase is, um, I rehabilitate dogs. I train people. Right. We need to take that approach to marriage more often. I've now married this flawed, fallible human being who yips at night for some strange reason. <laughs> and I can't figure out why she keeps barking at night. Metaphorically. <laughs> Instead of just yelling at you, stop it, or giving you the cold shoulder or being bugged by you doing that, I have to ask the question, huh, I wonder why you're doing that. Let me understand you. Right. Let me figure out your history, your story. Let me figure out how you're wired. Let me figure out what you need. And now it is my privilege, it is my honor to serve you, to help redeem whatever it is that's making you yip at night, whatever right. is causing you discomfort. I will work hard to serve and understand and, and, and know you. And a lot of marriages, unfortunately, don't have two people in the relationship who do that. Usually there's one. One right. is more open to doing that and the other isn't open to doing that or doesn't even have the idea that that's how you, sh you should do it. Right. Or didn't go into the marriage expecting to have to do that and so now it's like too much work. Right. And, and again, I'm a realist here. Unfortunately, I understand that not all marriages stay together. People people have different values. They Some people want to work on the marriage and some people don't. And sometimes that becomes a deal breaker. Sometimes the marriage falls apart. Right. Sometimes you end up in a marriage that you're not as happy as you would like to be. And that is actually sort of tempta temptation or tempting to uh, have an affair, to emotionally connect with someone else, to get your needs met in some other way. Whether it's on a sexual affair with someone, a lot of times, you know, people get their emotional needs through food, through work, through binging on Netflix, through video games. Those are the very popular alcohol. Mm -hmm. All of these are incredibly ways to, uh, incredibly common ways to get your needs met right now. Because you are just feeling hurt and discouraged and disappointed and frustrated and all these normal, healthy human feelings that come when, when you're not you're not as happy, not getting as much of the things that you want to have done in your life. So what do we do about it? What, do, what would you say to someone who says, Paul Shannon, I hate your podcast <laughs> because I can't have what you have. That would that would really be hard to hear. Yeah. You know, I think, and, and this isn't going to probably be helpful for some people. Meaning it probably won't solve their problem. Yes. Okay. But what would you want to say? Um, I think because of our value system, because we have a belief in, in God and that we have the Bible that we use as our standard, mm -hmm. um, and we have the Holy Spirit who allows us and gives us the strength to do things yeah. that we would not be able to do by our own human strength. flesh and strength, yeah. that we're able to do a lot of things in our marriage that other couples can't do because they're missing that piece. I would clearly agree. You know, we talk about when we do our um, workshops, we talk about First Peter and and how you can endure hard things. Yeah. Because you have an inheritance in heaven waiting for you. Yeah. And First Peter talks about being able to endure. Yeah. I think that's part of why yeah. we can do what we do. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't change the facts that it's still hard and that we have to work for it. We really work hard. Yeah. And sometimes I don't feel like working at all. 
And I would suggest to kind of to put what you just said into practice. This morning, I I said something kind of funny and witty and offhanded to you, and instantly you got mad at me, and instantly your reaction was, "Whoo, man, I'm so." I'm so glad Here's, something stopped me inside of me saying what I wanted to say. I don't, I don't know what you said, <laughs> but you poked me in the arm while oh, you yeah. said it. And it and it, the poke actually hurt. And man, within a matter of seconds. Um, Milliseconds. Yeah, it was really that fast. I was like, ow. And then, whoa, wow. Yeah. Well, what's, what I didn't actually tell you was that in that, very brief period of time, I wanted to turn around and just chomp down on you really hard with my teeth. And like, yeah. Yeah. it was it was the strangest thing. Yeah. But that's the kind of I mean, that's the kind of thing that maybe not to that extreme or that yeah. quickly. And that was playful and everything. Sure. But there was something inside of you that stopped your automatic reaction from right. happening. You and I would argue that that is a spiritual experience. Sure. That is the Holy Spirit saying do not treat another human being poorly. Correct. Even though he just poked you in the arm and he's driving the driving you crazy. Right. And and remembering that you have a choice. Yes. Yes. So, we have a choice. That is the thing that I would say to most people who are listening to this podcast and are discouraged by this podcast. It is when you start to live a healthy relational style, when you start to live within your own integrity, when you start to do the right thing, um, our human brain, whether you have a, a faith in God or not, our human brain, the way that we've been designed by God, helps us start to soften towards that person who is actively um, treating us correctly, treating us kindly. He was not responding in anger when, mm -hmm. when I responded in anger to you. When we continue to do the right thing and live a healthy way, um, it is a much greater chance that the other person will come further in their growth. Maybe not right. all the way, maybe not as far as you want them to, but they will absolutely get further in that or it will actually push them further away. Right. And you will now have confirmation whether the marriage is survivable or not. Right. Whether exactly. Whether the relationship is survivable or not. But you'll be doing it um, from a place of integrity and strength and responsibility and kindness. Where and you know, love. yeah, where you know that you have done yep. everything that you could to become better yourself and to make your marriage better. Exactly. Exactly. And this applies not only to marriage, this applies to bad bosses. This applies to neighbors who drive mm -hmm. you crazy. This applies to children, to children who are yeah. not treating you kindly. This is a relational rule or principle that applies everywhere in the world. And, and again, it's the second part of the secure marriage framework is that responsibility. We have, we are able to respond appropriately, healthy, kindly, even when we're being mistreated ourselves. And that right there is the greatest power we have right. ar around our entire world. We can't, we can't always change everyone else. We can change ourselves and we can actually make it possible for the world to treat us better. You just told me a story this morning while we were getting gas at Costco about writing an email to this guy, uh, this iTab thing, because you just did a, another 5K this morning with your son. You yeah. walked a 5K. But that one you, wasn't really a 5K But considered. it is the same distance. Right. 
and you just emailed this guy that you've had a communication with from a company called iTab, which will record your time and distance and all the st- all the stats from your from your race from yeah. your that your race you did. And they make this cool little thing that is engraved that you yep. hang on. You can either glue it to the back of your medal or you can put it on your hang ribbon. On. And the first time you interacted with him, you told him your story. You told right. him how excited you were, how appreciative you were of the product that they gave you. And they kind of went out of their way to, to make things right once right. COVID happens. But every time you're running a race now, you email the same guy, Ollie, I think yep. is his name. Yeah, I don't know if it's a guy or a gal. Could but be a gal. Yeah, absolutely. From the UK. Yeah, in the UK. And, and I email and just update on yeah. what I've just done or accomplished and... Um, and so I emailed him yesterday because I had done a 5K yeah. yesterday morning at yes. 5 dark 30 in the morning. 5 in the morning you did a 5K. I did. And um, just emailed him and told him, hey, I ordered a new yep. new iTab. I'm so excited. Here's what I did. Here's a, here's a couple pictures. And he emailed me back and said, oh, thanks for sending me the email. What was, uh, let me let you finish the story so you can actually tell the point that oh, you were the, what he said isn't doesn't matter oh. the point is is he's now going out of his way to make sure you get your thing quickly you yeah. get your thing expeditedly and that's because you've been kind you've been gracious to him you've been understanding yeah. you when again when covid hit and you weren't going to get your certain thing you didn't respond with this with this harsh email you guys owe me this thing i've paid for it why didn't you give it to me right. i deserve this it's my rights you didn't respond that way. You just no. told your story and graciously, you know, asked for something. Would it be possible? Yes. Yeah. And your politeness, your kindness now means this person is regularly making sure you get your stuff quickly. Yes. That's yes. the same principle that happens in marriage. And again, it's not always easy. It's not always the first thing we go to, but it is something we absolutely have power and control over. And when we have power and control in our life, we typically are happier. Right. And so. And, and really, it is kind of hard to respond cruelly. When to, someone is gracious. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, there are people who do that. Yes. I'm not saying that there aren't because I have seen it happen. Yep. But um, I know even for myself, when something goes with us and when you respond to me kindly, it's kind of hard to still be mad at you. Exactly. It's like, mm, now I know if I respond in a bad way, it's all on me. Yeah. I can't blame you for that. That's nope. all on me. Yep. So. It encourages positive behavior, typically encourages more positive behavior. Yes. Criticism, critique, attack will always trigger defensiveness. People shutting down, hunkering down, withdrawing, or attacking back. Right. So common sense says uh, be respectful, be responsible, be kind, create an invitation for your spouse to want to change as you are changing your relationship. And you, again, they might not go as far as you want them to but it will get better than it is. We right. guarantee that right. because that is a standing law in the human relationship world. Right. It is guaranteed to work. Guaranteed to work. Anyway. And a, a, and a great way to practice. Okay. Like if you're, if you're having a hard time practicing with your yep. spouse because you're worried about the response that, that's yep. going to happen, a great way to practice is there are things that happen outside of marriage with, you know, people in a grocery store, cars yeah. cutting you off or things, you know, Absolutely. all kinds of things where you start choosing how you're going to respond and what your thought process is towards those people or circumstances. Yeah. Perfect. And so you start training yourself outside of even just Perfect. the marriage yeah. so that when things come up in the marriage, you're not responding out of what has what you have been. You're 
responding, you start responding out of new habits that you practice outside of it. I love it. That's brilliant. So. That is really, really good. Anyway, this was just kind of a off the top of our head topic for today, but we hope it is encouraging. We didn't have a great marriage and we've learned how to do it and we want right. other people to realize that you can have a good marriage. It does take work though. There is yep. no quick shortcuts. Nope. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. If you wanted to know where to start working on your relationship and you are maybe new to the podcast, uh, securemarriage.com is the best place to start. Uh, we actually have a free quiz which will help you assess uh, where you land on kind of the six parts of the secure marriage framework. We already talked about one today, the second one called responsibility. And after that, there's actually some free courses on communication, some other things that come in your email um, just because we're that nice. <laughs> or you can email us, paul at securemarriage.com or shannon at securemarriage.com and we would be glad to answer any specific questions you might have about your particular relationship. Yep. Other than that, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Perfect. Sometimes <clears throat> you talk so fast that I can't get a word in edgewise. And then you've moved true. on to the next subject. Yep. And, and it's <clears throat> like. I am trying to keep it snappy and fast. So you have to fight. <laughs>